this podcast. My throat did a throaty thing just as I leaned in to try and do that. So it made this little err <laughs> just as I started. <clears throat> okay, stand. No, you can you can talk. I didn't I didn't finish. Mine has, been, mine has been doing that, which is why I've been like, ooh, did you hear my throat gurgle? <laughs> ooh, did you hear my throat gurgle is the name of this episode. Oh no. <laughs> All right, stand by. <clears throat> the following podcast is rated NSFW. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to a podcast called Title with Elon's sister. And Ari's brother. Give us titles. And we'll give you stories. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. This welcome back, I should say, to a podcast called Title. Uh, this is either episode one or episode seven, depending on who you ask. If you ask you, the listeners, it's episode one. If you ask yeah. us, <laughs> us, Ari's brother or Elon's sister, this is episode a million, <laughs> ten thousand and twelve. <laughs> <laughs> one day we'll put those on a patreon for anyone who cares by the way by the way we have two people who are already interested in listening to this podcast that is not currently in distribution <laughs> do we really yeah i told my buddy kivy and he sat he was like that is actually something i would listen to which by the way from kivy enormous endorsement enormous okay yeah yeah thank you kivy Thank you, Kivy. Uh, that's something we should all say. I think every one of us, let's do a one, two, three, thank you, Kivy. Yeah, we, that was perfectly timed. We nailed that, Ari. <laughs> I, was, I thought we were going to do one, two, three. <laughs> thank you, Kivy. That time. Okay, thank you, Kivy. So that was that was killer. We, we, we nailed it. Um, so the way this podcast works is we have a series of story titles that don't exist. And then Ari, Ari's brother and Elon's sister have only two minutes each to improv out a story and make it kind of a story. Coherent at the very least, or maybe not coherent. We're not really sure. <laughs> Whatever happens, man. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. That's how we play this podcast. So, without further ado, let's dive into our titles this week. Once again, things we probably should have planned ahead of time. Okay. So the way it works is we each pick two titles from a well of titles, which were the reason we're uh, giving you such good audio right now is because we are currently looking through the titles to pick what we're going to assign, and then I roll a d4, which for all of you non-gamers out there, non-tabletoppers, that is a four-sided dice, looks like a pyramid, and whatever it lands on is the story we end up doing. So, for number one, assigned to number one, Ari, uh, Elon's sister. <laughs> Lemons, limes, and cyanide. Okay, number two, from Ari's brother, do you remember that time my sister became a clam? Of course. Number three, from Elon's sister. Um, next stop, Wooster. What? 
Is that an option? Yeah. <laughs> Where does it say that? Next stop, Worcester. Okay. Next stop, Worcester. Worcester. Okay, so so you say that one. Number three. Next stop, Worcester. And from Ari's brother, number four, take the two train. So, once again, at one, that is lemons, limes, and cyanide. At two, we have, do you remember that time my sister became a clam? Three, next stop, Worcester. And four, take the two train. Okay, it is three. (laughs) Three, next stop, Worcester. Okay, who is kicking and who's receiving? We will receive, we will receive. (laughs) Okay, I kick off. Next stop, Worcester, by Elon's sister and Ari's brother. The train whistle blew and it was 4.30 p.m. on a normal Wednesday. Shelly was standing on the platform in Natick, waiting for her train. A train rolled up on the other side of the tracks, and the conductor leaned out and yelled, Worcester, Framingham, Worcester line! Everyone getting on from Worcester, get get on this train! And Shelly had a, a small moment of panic because she was on the wrong Wrong platform. The train was across the tracks. Oh, fuck! Shelly shouted before sprinting at the stairs to find the bridge to connect to the other platform. She needed to get there fast. She would be running late to work otherwise. In her mad dash, she tripped, spilling her dunk her Dunkin' Donuts coffee cup out all over the steps. Fuck! She said again. Pushing herself up, grumbling as she once again took off for the platform crossover. She wouldn't make it in time. She could hear the last calls. Worcester! Worcester Framingham! And, uh, and she, she could hear the train start to squeak. She, she heard the whistle blow. She knew she wasn't going to make it. In a ridiculous attempt to make herself heard, she screamed at the top of her lungs, Hey, you don't move another fucking muscle on this train until I'm fucking on it, you hear me? And she threw the remaining coffee in her coffee cup straight at the conductor's window. It was a perfect throw. A throw that could have landed her a position as starting pitcher on the Red Sox. She nailed the window with her coffee cup and it exploded everywhere. There was coffee dripping down the windows. There was, it was a mess, but the conductor heard, saw, and stopped. Hey, what the fuck was that? Conductor leaned out yelling. I told you, I told you, don't you fucking move until I'm on that train. Jelly shouted, running as fast as she could down the stairs to the connecting platform so she could get on the train. The conductor shook his head. He'd seen some crazy, crazy people running for trains before, but this was a new one. He'd never actually seen a woman jettison her coffee directly at the window from which he was yelling. And not just any coffee, Dunkin' Donuts coffee. 
Not just any Dunkin' Donuts coffee. A large black with two sugars. Usual. Shelly's usual. The conductor s- thought for a moment that that was, in fact, his same coffee order from Duncan. Shrugging a little bit, he stopped the train and let her catch up. Shelly ran next to the train and then jumped onto the only open door where the conductor let her on. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, you're telling me, Shelly responded, grumbling. She had coffee all over her suit jacket. What a waste. She really could have used that Dunkin' Cup. It had been a rough night the night before. The night before that, Shelly had been at a bachelorette party with her friends. They went to a a strip joint, a male strip joint specifically, that they enjoyed called Hanging Chad. There they'd witnessed all of the glory of some male strip dancers, some of whom thought they were so much better than others. But the problem with The Bachelorette was that Shelly's heart just wasn't in it because the entire time all she could think about was how she hadn't had a boyfriend in four years and five months. What a dry spell. She also, with her bachelorette friends, ended up partying as hard as she could. And to keep up with them, they did several shots of alcohol and some drugs, uh, And she was really feeling it today as she sat on the train and found a a seat by herself. She really should have taken the day off. That was the only thing going through her head. What a mistake it was to not have requested the day off, the day after a bachelorette with her friends. What had she been thinking? What had she not been thinking was really the question, because... Wow, was this a mistake. There was no way she'd be getting work done. She nearly missed her train. She was running late. She didn't have her coffee. She looked like a mess. She was probably going to walk in and just get fired on the spot. And what could she say to that? And as these thoughts were swirling around her head, a woman walked up behind her. And from the top of her view, a medium black Dunkin' Donuts coffee descended into into her field of view and was placed into her right hand. The lady leaned over and said, This is a fucking coffee, hun. You look like you need it. I had two. They messed up my order. Have a fucking coffee. What are you, Saint Mother Mary? No. My name's Kelly. Shelly quickly drank the steaming hot coffee, feeling relief flood her body. Before departing, the woman said, Listen, I've had rough nights too, okay? You don't, we don't always get, uh, we don't always get an easy break, but you're going to do fine, honey. You'll be okay. Just, uh, drink that. That's the nectar of life. And then she walked away and disappeared into the next car. Jelly drank the coffee, feeling relief with every single sip. And the conductor came by to take her ticket. The conductor who had held the train to let her on after she had flung her nearly empty coffee at him directly that's a nifty magic trick you got there how'd you get the uh the new fucking coffee a saint gave it to me all right well make sure you go to church and pray and thank her hey thanks for holding the train yeah you know what you've gotten nuts and i like that in people don't worry about the fair today
and the conductor walked away into the car, following behind the saint. Shelley made a mental note that she would have to pray to God several times over as a thank you for whatever he was bestowing upon her this day. And with that, the train squeaked into motion and drove off toward Worcester. The end. Honestly, not our worst. No, that was a story with <laughs> that like... That was a story. There was, there was a beginning, there was character, there were three characters, there was development, there was a middle, was a, there was, was an end, middle. there was a conflict. She had was, backstory. <laughs> there was resolution. Yeah. And I even threw your book in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right. That was a bit. Okay. Yeah. That could, yeah, that, could that happened. That, 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 that happened. That had, that had legs. Okay, that was our first story on episode seven or one of a podcast called Title. One thing we're going to start doing is explaining the rules as we go. So, Elon's sister, would you like to explain what the penalty box is and why it's there? So the penalty box, which we should really clarify for ourselves at some point, is... Extremely necessary, yes. <laughs> so, the penalty box. Should... A storyteller mess up, meaning they stall the story too long. They yep. fail to uh, correctly. SOS means stall of story. Stall of story. They're taking too long. They mess up name, setting, title, something. You know, they forget a word. Or should they names. they forget character names? Or should they fail to meet certain challenges, which will be explained later when we clarify that for ourselves as well? <laughs> they receive a penalty. What an organized podcast. What this an is. organized podcast. A penalty. First time listeners are gonna be like, wait, is this the first episode? And then there will be some questions over what actually is our first episode. <laughs> It's a seventh, depending on who you ask, which is even more This shameful. is either episode one or episode 14. <laughs> the number's just going to change each Every time. time. Um, Welcome to episode two. What if that's like a running bit? Or, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> every episode is, this is episode one or episode 57, depending on who you ask. Right, not every episode is episode one. This is episode two or episode 34, depending on how you count. <laughs> Depending on what number system you use. Depending on how you're counting it. Depending on if you believe in imaginary numbers or not. <laughs> okay. So the penalty box. <laughs> right, right. Yes, the penalty box. We have to explain that. Right. I'm going to make tutorial music for this part. <laughs> should the player, should the storyteller receive a penalty? Yes. They, the story immediately goes on pause while they are sent to read fan fiction. <laughs> Selected at random. Some I, of the worst fan fiction that has ever been created. Hey, 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 let's not, let's not, let's not discourage people here. Some of the most vulgar. Some, some vulgar and strange and just downright weird fan fiction. Very difficult to Coming read. Coming from the most random of fandoms alive. <laughs> um, I would say so, yes. <clears throat> and there we 
that storyteller is sent to attempt to read the fan fiction. There, that storyteller is sent. <laughs> upon I... that, upon that website, the storyteller must venture to. Upon the box of penalty, there the storyteller is sent. Whereupon they must read, read from, from the, the cursed tomes of fan fiction. Of the cursed fan fiction. And they must get through as much as possible without laughing. If they break, the penalty has not been met. In which case, they then bust. <clears throat> we don't know yet. <laughs> we'll figure that part out. <laughs> Put their headphones on mute and attempt to pick up the story only from reading lips. Uh, you know, for improving a a penalty, that's actually really good. Ayo. <laughs> uh, okay, so without being able to hear the other person, the other storyteller will still have to keep up the story as best as possible. <laughs> all right, and with that said. Is that all we need to read from the penalty box? I think so for now, until we understand what it is. <laughs> yeah, until we go there and understand it. Um, okay, rolling the d4. Take the two train. We have train themes today. Okay, so this is going to be Take the Two Train by Elon's sister. And Ari's brother. Part one. Angie was having an issue. She was new to New York, and so she didn't quite know how to decipher the subway map. Everyone said it was the best subway system in the world, that it was very clear-cut and easily understandable, and that it took you anywhere in the city for relatively cheap. And so far, she had experienced maybe a half of one of those things. But looking at the subway map, she had no clue where she was going. She didn't know what stop she needed to get off at, which was probably issue number one. More than that, she couldn't tell if where she needed to be was uptown or downtown. And did the three go there, or was it only the two? Or what was the difference between local and express? And how did you know if one was local and one was express? Because sometimes they ran local, and sometimes they ran express, and there was no delineation as to which or why or how. She thought she would be prepared for a, a city with a subway, given that she was from Boston, which has its own difficult subway map. And she, used, she was very used to riding the red line in Boston. And so the 123 train felt almost familiar to her in the sense that it was also the red line, and she caught herself calling the one, the two, and the three together the red line, at which New Yorkers would laugh at her. Sighing helplessly, she checked the address again for where she was headed. She needed to get off at... She needed to get off at Times Square 42nd Street. And hypothetically, that was a major station, so they should all go there. But she was not entirely clear if 
that was considered uptown or downtown from where she was at Christopher Street. Bitch only linked to the one, but that also made no sense to her because it was the red line, so why didn't the two or the three stop at Christopher? She had just come back from applying to several retail stores all up and down the main drag of the West Village where she was trying to get a unique but bougie retail job so that she could support, support her lifestyle in addition to paying rent. Initially, she was excited by the prospect of being able to take the subway from where she lived to the West Village without the need of any kind of transportation of her own. But now she was getting stressed out, standing there at Christopher Street Station, helplessly looking around, trying to figure out what was going on. She pulled out her phone, which, of course, had no service and was unable to pull up the... the... the the app version of the subway map, which requires network to actually pull data in real time. So she was trying to find just a screenshot of the subway map of New York, which wasn't helping her. It didn't help that Christopher Street Station was such a small train station that it didn't actually link to the transit Wi-Fi that the city was starting to implement on more major stations. All right, pause. Is that a real thing? That is. They now have transit Wi-Fi on some of the bigger stations. But it doesn't that connect to all of them. Wild. And, and it also, it only works sometimes, obviously. <laughs> obviously that, but like, even the fact that it's there blows my mind. Okay, continue. Sorry. Angie turned to look around helplessly, trying to figure out if any of the maps on the stations would be even a little bit helpful to her. But it wasn't working. She was steeled herself to have to ask someone. A feat that she knew was very difficult because it usually came with a lot of scorn directed in her direction. Before she even had the chance to find someone who looked like they knew what they were doing, a homeless guy approached her. Hey, uh, you look a little lost. You, you're probably not from New York, are you? And she hesitated. She knew it was probably not the best idea to engage in conversation. She also knew that most people up north didn't tend to greet people on the street or smile unless they were trying to make a connection with the person, which was just not done. New York, she had learned, was a place where you kept to yourself. You keep your eyes straight, your head down, you don't talk to other people on the street unless you're trying to get something from them. And she also knew, in general practice, it was probably best not to talk to the homeless people around. She didn't have money, she didn't have anything to give them, and she didn't want to feel compelled to. You, uh... You look like you're, you're not really sure where you're going, and... Uh, uh, look, as, as someone who's lived here a long time, you're making it obvious, so I would... I would, I would you know, suggest you, you probably should, uh... You should try to figure out where you need to go, and then get there. Keep, keep your eyes straight ahead. You're looking around wildly like a deer in the headlights. Embarrassed, Angie shifted. I... I'm trying, but I just... It, why is this 
map's so confusing, and also it won't load, but, like, I don't get it. No, it, it, it's not confusing. It's a pretty simple map. I, how do I get to 42nd Street? I mean, all trains pretty much go, go there. Okay, what you're looking for is, you're looking for a one train uptown. You want to go to 14th Street. Once you get to 14th Street, you're going to be able to transfer. There's, there's a transfer there, okay? And, and, and you're, you're trying, it's going to be one, two, and three. You probably want to take the two train. Those run pretty frequent. And it's express. One is local. That means it's going to stop every single stop. And you probably are in a hurry, or it looks like you're kind of in a hurry. So you want to probably take the two or the three. I would take the two. So take the two train. You're going to go... So again, you're taking the one train from here, 14th Street. You're going to get off at 14th. You're going to get on a two train. And then you ride that and you, you get to Times Square in like, I don't know, two stops, three stops, most. Oh, oh, that's not that difficult. No, it, it, it's really not. The one and the two and the three line is actually one of the more straightforward lines here. It's not like you're trying to navigate the ACE or the NQRW. I, I see. Thank you. Angie didn't mention that once she got to Times Square, she would then have to deal with transferring to the NQRW to get to Brooklyn, where she lived. But that would be a problem she'd figure out later. But now she felt armed with the confidence that she could get the Times Square 42nd Street from Christopher Street, which, according to the homeless man, really wasn't all that difficult. Angie walked up. Just as a one train stopped, the doors opened and she confidently strode on to the uptown bound one train, knowing that she would get off at 14th to transfer to the two. And that she would then take the two. The 42nd Street. End of part one. Part one. <laughs> yeah, we're going to continue that one someday. All right, I'm going to go into titles. I'm going to go take the two train. Two train. Part two. Angie figures out. NQR. <laughs> Yeah, the N-Q-R-W line. Okay, I put that one in. That's there. Cool. Yeah, that seems like a contained unit of of something. <laughs> of something. This has been episode one. <laughs> Honestly, as far as the stories went, they were more organized than some of our past ones. Yeah, these were actual stories. Like, I don't mind this being the first one, but, or, or seventh, depending on count. Those were stories. These are titles. And this is a podcast. Dry your tears, everyone. We'll be back next time. Let's do like a two minute break. Get yourself some water if you need. Stretch your kneecap. <laughs> your singular kneecap. Stretch your singular condyle. Just the one.